consumers to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, co-host and bestie. Hello, co-host and bestie. Hello. Welcome back to the Pod Lab for episode 133. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem. It's a big deal. I'm, I'm so excited that we're well into the 100s of these episodes. I know. I think Be- we should celebrate something like when we get to episode 150. Oh, what Let's should do we it. do? I don't know. Have a party. Just the reason to celebrate something, right? Okay. How about a get a light? Oh, for good idea. For, yeah. That's a great idea. We're sitting Let's in the that. pod lab, which is a spare bedroom of my house, and it's a little dark in here because mm. there's no light in the corner. Right. And I need UV light. <laughs> but safe speaking kind. Of, yeah, speaking of today's topic, what is it, Catherine? It is skin cancer melanoma awareness. Yeah, so we're going to talk about it because it's an important topic that we all need to know about. Yeah, we both feel passionate about it. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. And if you're just joining us for the first time, let's welcome you aboard to the Life Happens Life Anyway podcast train. Choo, choo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here we go. And um, we, we're just two best friends that bring a topic to, to light once a week. So we drop episodes every Wednesday at noon. So please listen to them, download them, like them, Tell comment. Your friends. Yes. Share. We are at 14,000 downloads. I know. I saw right that. Now. Yeah, I that's s- I know. kind of a thing. Proud of that. Yeah, we have no idea what it all means, but we're getting well, there. Well, we do know that that's pretty good standard to go by. Yeah, it's a number. 14,000 people downloaded our voices. Yeah, and that's just downloads. I've said this before. That does not show us like how many are actually listening. That's just downloads. Yeah. And we, not everybody downloads. I'm thinking I can't even get my kids to listen to me, but we got 14,000 downloads. I know. Yeah, that's right. Shame. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Hey, we have sponsors to the podcast as well, yeah. and we call them humor, humor contributors. Right. Because they've passed over mm-hmm. from humor consumer to humor contributor. So we'd like to thank all of them. They sponsor us with $5 a month, which they don't even know it's missing. It's, it's like <laughs> robbing them. <laughs> but we so appreciate it. And you can be a humor contributor, too, just by going to the show notes of this episode. Or you can go to my website, tracydegraff.com, and you can sign up there. Or you can just go to Patreon, patreon.com, and look for the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. And there you will see. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. Pretty easy. Mm-hmm. That will be them. Uh, by the way, what you'll get in exchange for your $5 is just our sincere thanks. Nothing else. <laughs> Usually a shout out. We Yes. And sometimes a video. Very sometimes. <laughs> yes. As of right now. But we're working on that. Yes. Because we're, we're um, technology challenged or however you want to say That's it. That's why we need your money. <laughs> right. So we can learn. <laughs> we want to go to a conference in, uh, is it in January? The conference? Yes, yes. There's a conference happening near Orlando, Florida, and it's happening in January 2024. Mm-hmm. I guess it happens every year, probably, except for the the dark pandemic. years of yeah. pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd like to go to this. It's called PodFest. Yeah. And it costs money to get there. It costs money to go. It costs money to stay in a hotel, blah, blah, blah. So if you want to sponsor us for that, just send us your money. And we'll get that going. It's for a greater cause. It is it's, a greater it's cause. It's really for you, listeners. Th- yes. It's not for us. <laughs> It's for you. Exactly. So we learn. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's move on with our topic. Skin cancer, melanoma, all the fun. Yeah. Right? Let's get into it. Okay. We've got a couple takeaways. First, we're going to do a quiz. I'm going to quiz Catherine, and you listeners can answer, you know, answer the quiz in your own head or mm-hmm. out loud if you so dare. And uh, it's, it's called, How Much Do You Know About Skin Cancer? Okay. And it comes from skincancer.org. 
which is like a foundation to help bring awareness to skin cancer. So that's going to be good. Uh, second takeaway, we're going to go over the basics of skin cancer. Catherine's done a bunch of research on that, and we're going to talk about it. And then finally, prevention, because yeah. that's what we're here for. Yeah, it's pretty preventative for the most part. Yes, prevention. So that's the good news. Yeah, prevention slash early detection, friends. Don't yeah. be afraid of cancer. You catch it early, you get rid of it. Right, and we don't, we're not going to be the grim reapers here. It's laugh anyway. Life mm-hmm. happens. Laugh anyway. We that's just, right. <laughs> just want to help you. Yes, and help ourselves, because yep. this really does help, yeah, help it does. us. Okay, so let's get to the quiz. Here's the quiz. Okay. How much do you know about skin cancer? Let's find out. Okay, I clicked start quiz. What is the most common form of skin cancer? And there, it's multiple choice. Oh, we played games last night. Yeah, we did. Oh, oh gosh. my gosh. Side note. Yeah. Muffin has got a problem. <laughs> he has got a problem. So particular. He, it was like uh, a trivia, like an 80s trivia game. Which is fun. If everybody's chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, mm-hmm. he was um, he was being the oldest child in the room, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, it was so funny. There were three oldest children that were all kind of fighting over, like, the particulars of the rules. Yes. The rules of the game. Yes. So there was Catherine. There was my husband, Ron. And my son, Patrick. Yeah. And, and I pointed out, as the baby in the, my family, I pointed out, look at this. <laughs> look at these three oldest in the family all pointing out the we rules. We did want to go by the rules. That's true. I would I would say, though, that Muffin, your Muffin over there, he was definitely a little bit more revved up about it. Yeah, yeah. And he sort of was making up his own rules. Yeah. By trying to abide by the rules. Right. Oh, so one of his rules was, if it was a multiple choice question... Nobody could say an answer until all of the options were given. Yeah. Otherwise, they were done. You're yeah. out. You're right. out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting there going, that is hilarious. All right. So g- getting back to the quiz. Yeah. Question number one. Yes. What is the most common form of skin cancer? Is it squamous? How do you say that? Squamous cell carcinoma. Mm. I think that's, I'm pronouncing it right. Squamous cell, basal cell carcinoma, melanoma, Merkel cell carcinoma or other? It's the basal, BCC. Basal cell carcinoma. And that is correct. Yeah, see? About 3.6 million cases of basal cell carcinoma are diagnosed in the U.S. each year. Don't eat any more basal, people. Yeah. (laughs) And I actually had that or have it on the tip of my nose. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So it's manageable. Oh, 100%. And I would have never known that I had it except for Muffin had something weird growing on his arm and it was mm-hmm. spreading and it looked disgusting. And I said, you're dying. There's something wrong with yeah. you. We're taking you to the dermatologist. I'm going to. Yeah. So I went with him and I said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get that checked and I'm going to get a mole check because I've never had that done and I heard it was a good idea. Yeah. So I wouldn't have even gone. Except for Muffin had his thing growing on him. His leprosy. Yeah. Well, it turned out (laughs) that he had a fungus on his arm. Does he want you to say that? It's a fungus. I don't know. The skin is all kind. It has all kinds of bacteria and stuff on it. Mm. And he works in the dirt. You know, he's a heavy equipment operator. So Mm. he has dirt on his skin all the time. Yeah. So it could have been related to that because there's fungi. Ron's a fun guy. He's a fun guy. That's true. So anyway, and the fungus was very treatable. It was just a little antifungal cream that he had to put on it, and then it was all done. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. So he had that. Well, the 
when, when I got my checkup, I had this little dry flake of skin on the on the top of my nose mm-hmm. that just wouldn't moisturize. Like it wouldn't go away. It just kept, it was, and that's what it was. It was a basal cell carcinoma. Yeah. And the fix is as long as you catch it early, which this was early. Yeah. The fix was just... Um, scrape it? No, it wasn't a scraping. Mm. It was some kind of a... Um, they take this like dry ice. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's almost like a freezing or a burning. Like a, yeah, like they do with warts. Whatever it is, they bring it down to whatever layer of your skin that it's got to go to. So then you leave there with this little mark. Mm. Looks like, you know, like you got a little punch in the nose type thing. Yeah. Heals up and it's done. Yeah. Well, then once you know it's there, you go back to get it checked Mm -hmm. and so now I go back every year just to get a mole check yeah and then and sometimes I've had to have this done again Mm -hmm. and other times it's not there's nothing there so we just wait yeah and she tells me you know if anything does appear then come in before the year mark you know what I mean yeah right we'll get you in all right so there's no harm in having a basal cell carcinoma if you catch it and you get rid of it yes all right that's right next question true or false if you have a family history of melanoma, you are at greater risk for developing the disease. Yes. True. True. That is true. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. What do they say about it? That's correct. Hereditary. Her, I'm sorry. Heredity. Mm-hmm. Heredity plays a major role in melanoma. About one in every 10 patients diagnosed with the disease has a family member with a history of melanoma. One in 10. Yeah. Okay. So, so hmm. ask around. Ask your parents, grandparents, you know, did yeah. anybody have melanoma? Mm-hmm. And if you have it, let your descendants know. Mm-hmm. All right. Question three. There's only 10 of these questions, by the way. True or false? Skin cancer is found only on areas of your body which are exposed. False. That is definitely false. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. That was a shock to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is false. Skin cancers may develop on unexposed areas of the body, including soles of your feet, genitals, your butt, (laughs) hello, and even on your mucous membranes. So I don't know how they're going to get in there. (laughs) I don't. Yeah. Put on the hazmat oh. suit going into the mucus <laughs> membrane. <laughs> Gonna go where the sun don't shine. Mm, yeah. Oh, that's funny. All right. Question four. Which of the sun's rays cause skin cancer? Now, this is a multiple choice. Is it UVA rays, UVB rays, both UVA and UVB rays, or neither? I'm going to say UVB. Okay. Because UVB is burn. Okay incorrect oh it's both oh i was gonna say that too oh well you missed out yeah it says both uva and uvb rays penetrate the atmosphere and play well it was very clear (laughs) and play just made a face at her an important role in conditions such as premature aging eye damage and skin cancers Okay. So, okay. So, you know, it's both. All right. Question five. What is SPF? And this is multiple choice. A measure of sunscreen's ability to prevent UVB from damaging the skin. A measure of what fraction of the sun's ultraviolet rays can penetrate a fabric. A measure of the number of ingredients in a sunscreen's formula or none of the above. I'm... It's a toss-up between none of the above and the first one. Well, which one are we going with? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I am going to say none of the above. Okay. So let's see. Check. Uh, none of the above. It says incorrect. Darn it. <laughs> That's not right. Thought I was so knowledgeable. SPF or sun protection factor is a measure of a sunscreen's ability to prevent UVB from damaging the skin. And here's how it works. If it takes 20 minutes for your unprotected skin to start turning red, using an SPF 15 sunscreen theoretically prevents reddening 15 times longer, so about five hours. Okay. However, in reality, sunscreen wears away and loses strength after a while in the sun, so you need to reapply at least every couple of hours and immediately after sweating or swimming. I did read that. Plus, Mm -hmm. it's hard to get at all your areas. When you're applying sunscreen. Well, and it seems like you're a fanatic when you're using what they actually recommend, which is like a shot glass worth, you know, Mm -hmm. for your body. And if you're bigger, I would imagine you need two shot glasses, you know. But yeah, it just seems like an obnoxious amount. And it's so expensive. And I've always been one to kind of ration things. So yeah. um, But I, you know, the older I get the more I want to be protected. So, well, especially with something it. so important as your life. Absolutely. Okay. Question six. True or false? People who first use a tanning bed before age 35 increase their risk for melanoma by 75%. True. That is true. Yep. Sadly, that is true. Yep. You're right. This alarming statistic is indeed true. In addition to having an increased re- risk for melanoma, Those who are using tanning beds are also at greater risk for basal cell carcinoma and squamous cell carcinoma. Darn it. Yeah. So no tanning beds ever. No. There is never never a reason. It says that in all the literature, all the news, all of it. Uh, It's unanimous. Don't use it. If you don't believe us, Google it. Yeah. And look up the study because there's been, you know, scientific studies that have shown that it's bad. There's just no reason for it. Yeah. Just embrace your whiteness. Who cares? Okay. (laughs) Question seven. Complete the following sentence. Infants under the age of six months should be kept out of sunlight, can go out in sunlight if they have sunscreen on, should be exposed to the sun so they get a base tan at a young age or none of the above. Oh, I didn't realize this was multiple. Read it again. Okay. This is multiple choice? Yes. Okay. You're completing the following sentence, okay? Infants mm-hmm. under the age of six months mm-hmm. should be kept out of sunlight or can go out in the sun if they have sunscreen on or should be exposed to the sun so they get a base tan at a young age Yeah, or none of the above. They can go in the sun if they have sunscreen on. Co- Wait, no. Incorrect. Oh. Yeah. No, they should be kept out of the sunlight. Oh, wow. If they're under six months old, Mm. keep them out Mm. of the sunlight. Because infants' skin is so sensitive, it's better in the first six months to shield them from the sun rather than use sunscreen. So, Dang, that's hard. Okay, but basically you're the mother Mm. of this little infant Mm -hmm. and it's your job to protect this child, right? You can protect them from the sun by not having them out during, you know, real sunny times. Mm -hmm. You can protect them from the sun by uh, covering them, you know, with clothing or shade or like the umbrella 
type thing. Get a parasol. Yeah, but it says that it's especially important to avoid direct sun exposure and seek the shade during the sun hours of greatest intensity between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Keep to the shady side of the street on walks and always use a sun shield on your stroller. Yeah. Yeah, they're too little. Okay. Oh, did you have a question? No. All right, question number eight. Which of the following celebrities passed away from melanoma? Bob Marley, Paul Newman, Jaja Gabor, Steve McQueen. Bob Marley. That is correct. He had a weird melanoma on his toe. Mm. Yeah. His toe, huh? Yeah, it was underneath his toenail. Mm. And there's a name for it. It's extremely rare. It's a rare type of melanoma. Huh. And I looked it up. I, I think I sent it to you when we, as and we were researching back and forth. But what it does is it... It develops underneath the nail bed of either like a thumb. Usually it's on the thumbnails of your hands or your big toe toenails. Really? And it it, it um, presents itself just as like a stripe, like yeah. a darkened area. Oh, wow. And of course, he he had gotten tested. You yeah. know, he, he knew he had it. Oh. And the doctor actually recommended that he get his toe amputated. Because you have to get it out of there or yeah. it'll spread. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't want to do that because he thought it would decrease his, you know, performing ability. He was only 36. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Decrease his performing ability. Right. What did he use his toe for? Walking. Walking well. around. <laughs> Standing. thought you meant his music ability. <laughs> He, everybody knows Bob Marley played the guitar with his toe, Catherine. Oh, I'm thinking, what did that have to do? Okay. No, I mean, you know, you. Yeah. I think they've said, I've heard it said that your big toe, if you lose your big toe, you lose a lot of balance and all that. Yeah. So maybe well, he would have had to, you know, walk with a flipper. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but he didn't want to, he didn't want to get the surgery to lose his big toe and because he did that this cancer took his life yeah your toe or your life i would pick my toe no you would pick your life i meant i would pick yeah right yeah Yeah. get rid of the toe (laughs) i meant yeah right pick to lose the toe not my life okay (laughs) right all right question number nine true or false one in five americans will be diagnosed with skin cancer by the age of 70 true true let's see is that correct correct you are right this statistic is unfortunately true skin cancer is the most common cancer in the united states Mm -hmm. final question what can be done to help prevent skin cancer this is multiple choice okay daily use of broad spectrum uva uvb sunscreen with a spf of 15 or higher seeking the shade especially between 10 a.m and 4 p.m Covering up with clothing, including a broad-brimmed hat and UV-blocking sunglasses, or all of the above. All of the above. Yes. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. Yes. All of the above. All right. Yeah. Well, that covers some of the stuff I was going to cover, so that's why I knew some of the answers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's all good information. Absolutely. Yeah. And if someone wasn't really listening in that part of it, they get a chance to hear it again. Well, why would they not be listening to us, Catherine? That is my question. It could be distracted. No, no. Oh, no, you don't think so? No, not, not at all. Pay okay. attention, people. 
All right. So now Catherine's going to go over like a basic overview of some of the things that she learned about skin cancer. Yeah. Well, as we have discussed some of it already, um, skin cancer is the most common type of cancer in the U.S. and worldwide. According to the Skin Cancer Foundation, and we just said this too, one in five Americans will develop skin cancer by the age of 70. That's a lot of people. You know, my, my mother-in-law lives in the villages, and she said in Florida, which we've talked about, yeah. we did that podcast, yeah. but she said when you walk around the villages, you see people all over the place with those little band-aids, like they've all had something cut off of them. Because they're out in the sun, yeah, you know, and they're over 70. Mm-hmm. So be A careful, friends. Yes. Yes. And get this, more than two people die of skin cancer in the U.S. every hour. Wow. I know. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, so we want to know, why does skin cancer form? Well, skin cancer occurs when cells in the epidermis start to grow out of control. This happens when the cell is damaged by the UV rays. In the UV rays, you're getting that from two places. That's just the sun and the tanning beds. Yeah. And so then that causes like a mutation in the cell. And as we said, there's many different types of cancers, but the BCC is one of the most common. Um, oh, and by the way, when that cell, when it's damaged, then it mutates and then it grows to an abnormal like growth and also then tumors can form as well. So everybody's at risk because we all have skin. Yeah. And the the danger is the sun or the tanning beds. So you can eliminate one of those by just not going to the tanning beds. Just yeah. make that a no go. Right. You're just not gonna do it. Yeah. You just don't do it. And then when it comes to the sun, you just have to be careful. Exactly. And, and it, it'll help. Exactly. Um, and w this is just a basic overview of melanoma. Tracy's going to go into into more depth. You're st still doing that, right? Yeah, I've got yeah. some stuff to okay. say about that. So, but on the other end of the spectrum from the BCC, melanoma is the most deadly form yeah. of skin cancer. And an estimated 207,390 cases, cases of melanoma were diagnosed in the U.S. in 2021. Uh, and of which of that, 1,000 or 101,280 cases were invasive, penetrating the epidermis deeper into the skin's second layer. And did you know that, I forget where I learned it, but a melanoma, you can have a mole on top of a mole or um, the, the cancer can be within the mole. So like you have this mole on top of a mole and it, it deep in within the mole. Well, that's the beauty of the body and the beauty of cancer. I believe they call that like in situ when the oh. cancer is encapsulated inside of something, mm -hmm. it's called in situ, meaning it's still contained within the walls of the body is doing something mm. to try to wall it off you know, and when it escapes that in situ section, mm -hmm. then it usually typically goes to the lymph nodes, which yeah. then it carries it throughout the body. That's the invasive part of it. Right. That's the part where, okay, now Elvis has left the building. Yeah. <laughs> He's going yeah. to make a bunch of more Elvises. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, some key risk factors are individuals who have lighter skin tones. Um, they may have freckles. Uh, as well as green or blue eyes, so lighter colored eyes, blonde or red hair. 
they are more likely to develop skin cancer over their lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, also, as we said earlier, those who have a family or personal history of skin cancer are also more at risk. So also, in addition to that, anyone who has had a sunburn or multiple sunburns, even if it was at childhood, ha- um, you have an overall increased risk, regardless of all those other factors that I just mentioned. Having five or more sunburns does double one's risk factor for melanoma, though. So not just the skin cancers, but the melanoma. Yeah, you know what's interesting about skin cancer is that it's not a foregone conclusion that if you got a sunburn when you were a teenager, you're going to have melanoma. That's not the case. Mm -hmm. And some people never develop a melanoma, obviously. Mm -hmm. You know, you mentioned that there were like over 200,000 melanoma diagnoses in the U.S. Mm -hmm. just in 2021. And half of them were invasive. So that's more dangerous, right? But that doesn't mean that everybody who had... So it's kind of random in that way. They cannot determine why it is that this person had the unfortunate experience of developing a melanoma and they had a sunburn and this person also had a sunburn and they did not develop it. Yeah, they're just risk factors. Right. So when you factor them all together, that's where, you know, comes into a clearer picture. Yeah. So sucks that it does. It does suck. It sucks that cancer is a thing, but we got to face the facts and that's true. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, I wanted to point out, too, I'm getting these from two different sources. Mm-hmm. One is a, a magazine that I got from our local um, healthcare place at Riverside Healthcare. And this other one is from a dermatologist that um, my family goes to. Mm-hmm. And it's called Pinnacle Dermatology, and it's a blog by someone there. Mm-hmm. I, I did not know this till recently. UVA and UVB... I do know this, that they're the two main types of um, sun rays. Okay. And both of them contribute to the skin cancer, which we went over that in the quiz. And it damages the DNA in your skin. So when you think of it that way, too, like your skin is your DNA and it's damaging it. Mm -hmm. UVA, think of this, that's the aging rays. So the A I don't know if it officially stands for that, but that's what it says here. Nice way to remember it. it. Right. So the UVA rays, they cause tanning, which is a sign of skin damage, and premature aging, so your wrinkles and your age spots. Um, And that can pass through uh, windows and clouds. Yeah, so So even if it's a cloudy day, you're still getting exposure to UVA. The UVB, B for burning. Mm -hmm. Um, They are the primary cause of sun... Oh, so no, UVB, I'm sorry, is the primary cause of sunburn... And it's blocked by window glass. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So Mm -hmm. you want to have a sunscreen or a shade shelter or something that's going to protect you from the UVA as well as the UVB. Exactly. You need something for both. Right. Also, another risk is aging. Just as we age, our exposure to UV rays has, you know, definitely had its time to catch up to us. Yeah. So, and the skin's DNA triggers those mutations and so forth. So... That is also a risk. And again, uh, we can't say it enough, the tanning and sunburn, they are signs of skin damage. And that's going to, it can roll into 
you know, in later years, a lot of damage. It only yeah. takes as little as 11 minutes of unprotected skin to get, um, you know, turn red and get some damage to it. So, you know, one of the things that I've done over many years, I don't even remember when it was that I started doing it, but I've, I, I, I wear a sunscreen every single day. I do too. Mm-hmm. Not on my arms, but my face and neck. Well, the, the recommendation that I found was that women, especially because we put on makeup every day, mm-hmm. just get a makeup that has sunscreen in it. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. It, it's it's easy. Mm-hmm. And they've come such a long way in developing formulas that are not greasy or slimy or smelly. And they're nice and light too. Yeah. They don't sting your eyes. Yeah. That used to be my big issue was I tried so many different sunscreens mm-hmm. that say they won't, uh, they don't have dyes or perfumes or anything, and yet my eyes would sting up, and then I would just give up. But now I found um, some makeup that I like. So I wear the primer underneath, which mm-hmm. has SPF 15, and then my actual foundation makeup also has SPF 15. Yeah. So... Um, that's helpful. I do the same thing. So I have a regular sunscreen, a CC cream, whatever it's called. It mm-hmm. has the sunscreen in it and it's white. Mm-hmm. And I squirt it in my hand, a little blob of it. And then I just add a pump of my foundation mm-hmm. and mix those two together and slap it on my face. Yeah. But the now that I really realize that the 15 Is doesn't, it doesn't really last all day. Yeah. So... There's there's that issue. Look at that. You just scratched the back of your oh, neck that's and all of a sudden funny. I had to and it really Isn't that was funny? itchy. Yeah. Well, funny. the point of it though is that like we're not out in the sun every single day. But mm-hmm. if you put on makeup, if you are already wearing makeup, wear one with a sunscreen so that you get that extra protection. Definitely. And then if you're planning on going to the beach or the zoo or wherever and you're going to be outside, add to that. Yeah. And make sure that you're wearing a a big hat and sunglasses and some kind of extra stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it looks cute. I mean, wearing a hat looks nice. It's adorable. And I know some people say, I don't look good in a hat. Well, find one that that looks good. more suitable for you. The other place to put um, uh, sunscreen is on your hands. Mm -hmm. As we get older, see that? I've got this lovely (sighs) aging spot. I've got a lot. Mm -hmm. But put the stuff on your hands Mm -hmm. and also right here on your neck. Yeah, I put it there too. On your neck and on your chest. So that's Mm -hmm. a good tip. Yes. Okay, what else you got? I want to point out that just one blistering sunburn in childhood more than doubles the lifetime risk of melanoma. I know I feel like we're kind of repeating ourselves, but I just feel like it's just so important. So we could just keep driving it in there. Well, it's great information for us as women who we've already raised our kids. But if anybody's listening to us with young children, just be the sunscreen mom. Just be that sunscreen mom and make sure that they're covered. And don't use those sprays, folks. I don't have that information in front of me, but I know that I heard at some point that those spray um, sunscreens that you just spray because it's easy and your kid's not going to fight you as much. Yeah. Those are not good enough. You're supposed to put on at least a shot glass, one ounce or shot glass worth of Sunscreen. um, sunscreen on. And I can't remember the other reason why that the aerosol type is not good, but... So you want to stay away from that and just put on that stuff. My son, Patrick, oh my gosh, his whole life, he hated sunscreen. I mean, he would fight me and fight me. I did give up like at some point because it was just such a fight. 
you know, every time. Well, one thing that you can do if you have younger children is buy them swimsuits that have the long sleeves. I, I've seen a lot of that, especially in younger children, because they're they're little kids, you know, just mm-hmm. put them in it and make it a norm. There's a splash park right there in Mantino. Mm-hmm. And I was just there the other day watching moms with their kids and they all had these long sleeves on. That's the best way. Yeah, I, I think it's easier to do that when they're little, little. They get to be around, I don't know, fourth grade, fifth grade. It's real hard to get them to wear stuff like that. Well, but do, yeah. do what you do can. Do your best. Yeah. So, um, Sunscreens, they're all, you know, um, very important. But you have to make sure that you get it where it has the UVA and UVB protectant. And also just remember that those numbers, 15, 30, 35, 40, 50, they only mean the um, length of time that it's good for. And really, you should always be reapplying anyway every two hours. Yeah. And I'm of the mindset of I do not want my skin to turn colors because that's a sign that it is damaging. I want my skin to be lily white like God made it. (laughs) (laughs) That's my... And I don't care if my skin is... Whatever color your skin is, just be happy with the skin you're in. Who cares if it's whatever color it is? Okay, so I do have to say, I do like that look of like just pale kind of look. But I also, I also like the tan look, you know, I know it's damaging, but um, you have to go back. Go back into like the 1700s when when people yes, really yes. adored others who had really light skin because yeah. they knew that they didn't have to go out in the field. Right. Do well, anything. that's that was that's just it. I think like the Renaissance era or Victorian or something, the plumper you were oh. and the whiter you were. Oh, it's my people. It was people that were rich because, yes, they they didn't. They were fat and happy. Yes, exactly. I love it. <laughs> Oh, yes, exactly. Didn't have skin cancer. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's funny. Mm. Also, um, the sun rays are strongest between 10 and 2. I know that um, between 10 and 4 has been mentioned, but it's really at its strongest between 10 and 2. But to be safe, especially if you're younger, or you have young kids stay in, you know, between 10 and 4. So be mindful of that when you're planning vacations or whatever. Just try to do your outdoor activities early in the day or late yeah, in the day. Right, exactly. Um, and then, are you going to go over the ABCDs of skin cancer? I can. I have it here. Okay. Um, I have it as well, but you go ahead. Also, I just want to say this too. Mm-hmm. I did not know this before, uh, but males, men, are at much higher risk for getting skin cancer. And um, they just... Th- it strikes them disproportionately, you know, in terms of compared to women. Do you think so, that that's because they're outside more? It does Like say, for those jobs and such? It does say that the reasons why they're more likely to die, not just have skin cancer, but die from it is because they have had longer periods of time in unprotected exposure to the sun from outdoor work and activities Mm -hmm. um think about golfing too things like that i mean so guys sports what about like track and field and different sports like that yeah but overall like i'm i was thinking about outdoor work like blue collar work sure then i thought about you know there's a lot of white collar folks um who golf and and do things like that so there's and a lot of people work from home now a lot of them 
according to HGTV, are on the beach, <laughs> on the beach doing their job. Yeah. Well, and I think maybe, I don't know if this is true or not, but perhaps it is that men, maybe they're not as prone to go and take care of something if they if they see something. You know, I don't know. That's exactly right. It does say that on here that they are way less likely to follow up on something like that when when they see it. Or and they also said they're more more likely to not even look at it. Right. So there's both there. Okay. And they're less likely to wear sunscreen. They're less likely to prote- practice safe sun habits. All of this, my uh, my husband is so guilty of this. <laughs> I get so mad. But, and he likes the fact that he gets this initial red. And that it turns into tan. Well, mm-hmm. to me, that's like, yeah, well, we all thought that when we were 20 and 30. Yeah. You know, I don't want to disparage my husband on on this. But it is a a, a, a frustrating thing for me, you know, because it just looks like, oh, Kenny, you're getting older now. And I don't want him to have skin cancer and I don't want him to die on me. So just do what I say. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. It is not good for man to be alone. Yeah. He needs men, a wife. Yeah. Get yeah, him yeah. to the skin doctor. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And there, uh, men too are also mistakenly believing that a tan is healthy and protects against sunburn or that skin can't burn on a cloudy day, which it can. Well, and here's the, here's the point about friends. If you're listening and you're thinking to yourself, well, that's, you're describing my husband or you're describing me or mm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yesterday is gone can't do anything about it. Let's start with today. Yes. So as we go forward, and we are going to get into some preventative things, but let's just not be too caught up in, oh no, what if I've already done the damage? Okay. If the damage is done, it's done. Mm. But now going forward, you're equipped with more information. Yeah. So now you can do different because you didn't know back then, or you thought you knew and you didn't or whatever. All right. You want me to go over this ABCDE thing? Yeah. Okay. This is when it's talking to um, or talking about diagnoses of skin cancer from moles. Yeah, like doing the self-checks, what to look for. Yes. So they call it an ABCDE rule. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of easy to remember. A is for asymmetrical. Yes. If you see something wonky, you know, and it like jets out at different sections, Mm -hmm. it's asymmetrical. Get that looked at. B is for border irregularities. Mm-hmm. So if you look at a mole on your body or on your partner's body or whatever, and you see that the border is funky, yeah, get that checked out. Right. Okay. C is for color. Mm-hmm. And if it has multicolors and it's usually like browns or tans Red. and then there's a dark, dark part of it, mm-hmm. some like multicolors in there, yeah, get it checked out. Yeah. Okay. D is for diameter. How big is it? Most stuff they said is about the size of a pencil eraser. Mm-hmm. And if it's bigger than that, get it checked out. Yes. And E is for evolution, meaning it makes changes. If you if you just suddenly notice, oh, gosh, that thing's getting weird looking. Mm-hmm. You know, or I, I would suggest even take a picture of your stuff, mm-hmm. where, even wherever it is, whatever. Just mm-hmm. get a camera down there. Well, <laughs> get a picture. <laughs> And can then compare. And get a tape measure that has millimeters on it. Yeah. And that would be a really good way to to look at it. Because without the tape measure, it's kind of hard. Because, you know, depending on how you take the picture. And I think when in doubt, get to the doctor. Well, for sure. Don't depend on yourself or Google. Mm-hmm. My goodness. And, and call right away. I'm just going to say this yeah. real quick. Because 
it's really hard to get into a dermatologist. I yeah. don't know if there's like that scarcity or, or whatever, but um, they're backed up. Yeah. Like a long, because people don't only go there for skin cancer. I mean, we're talking everything, all skin stuff, acne to actually plastic surgery and all kinds of things. I, I would recommend, and I don't know if this is recommended on anything that you've looked at, but personally, Tracy, Dr. Tracy is recommending go to a dermatologist once a year for a mole check once a year yeah just like you go for your dental checkups and just like you go for your wellness checkup or whatever call a board certified dermatology office in your area Mm -hmm. sign up for a checkup once a year get on their schedule whatever yeah do it i just did that and i feel a little bit guilty i had to cancel my appointment that's for this coming up tuesday um and i have to go i just got distracted i got a text just now anyway um but I had to cancel because Kenny and I are going out of town. Yeah. And then, um, so, but I did reschedule. So that's good. Just a month off. And I do have something I want them to look at, but we'll see. Pray for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, just get it looked at. Mm-hmm. Don't wait. Um, and then there's also this thing called the ugly duckling. Oh, yeah. If you are a person who has a lot of moles anyway, mm-hmm. so naturally you have more moles than maybe what the average person does, whatever. If you have one that just looks odd, like an ugly duck, mm-hmm. like, oh, that's an ugly duck. <laughs> Get it checked because it could be something that's threatening to you. So yeah. those were the, those are the little tips. Yeah. Do you have anything else that you wanted to say? All Take right. care of yourselves, people. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, we always have an inspirational close, so we'll share some scripture with you. Okay. And that is 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. And it says this, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Yeah. God wants us to take care of the gift of life that he's given us. Yeah. Our bodies, they are temples. And so we should treat them as such. Yeah. And we wish the very best wellness for everybody listening. Mm. If you're hearing the sound of my voice right now we wish you um, prayers of blessing and and wellness and preventative care so make sure you take care of that yeah that's your call to action that's right all right well you've been listening to the life happens laugh anyway podcast i'm still comedian tracy degraff i'm still Catherine. bye-bye